Welcome to the Cap City Outfitters podcast. This is episode 185. Once again, you've got Chris and Brian. And this time around, we're going to talk about training with a when mentality versus training with an if mentality. Yeah. Kind of the difference we see when we're on the range, in the gym, um, et cetera. Yeah, guys, this is, you know, you could equate this to a, to a I don't want to call it a lecture, but a mindset conversation. Um, you know, the, the, the mentality around how you do how you focus on things and, and how important, how you prioritize things, what you think is realistic for you to have to worry about in your life kind of dictates how you treat whatever it is you're doing toward that goal or toward that end. Um, and so, you know, we, we have conversations with folks in the store. We have conversations with professionals. We have conversations with, um, you know, uh, our, our friends, our training partners that, you know, we work with and stuff like that, as well as family members and stuff like that too, around, you know, what are you, what are your goals? What are you trying to achieve? Where are you headed right now? Um, and, and so we, we had one of our one of our tribe um, basically be confronted with some health issues, I would say, at a younger age um, and, and has set a plan, set a goal, um, because I think he was presented with some some things coming down the train train tracks at him that were when this happens, not if this happens kind of mentality. And and, and that was kind of like the mentality he needed to say, OK, well, then I got to make some changes. And he's digging his heels in and making the changes and doing the work. Um, you know, that it, sometimes it, I, don't, I don't know what it takes sometimes for some people to switch into those gears and what it, and what makes you flip that switch is probably its own conversation separate from this to training with the win mentality, not with the if mentality. And that's kind of a personal thing. So I don't know what's going to, you know, what's going to push you if you're out there saying, well, I'll get around to it someday, then you're kind of in if mode. If you're out there going, good Lord, I really am behind the curve or I'm not where I want to be. Um, so I'm going to put the reps in, then you're training with an, then you're training with the win mentality. And hopefully, you know, win gives you enough time. Um, but if you're out there doing the work, that's way better than sitting back fretting and not. So, um, I don't even know where to push into this. I'm, I'm going to start off with an with an anecdote that that I'm probably going to get I'm probably going to get shredded by one of our partners for sharing. Um, it, it, at a at an undisclosed location here in Ohio, let's just say the Midwest. We won't say Ohio. That's that might be too specific. Um, oh, I already said it. Too late. Um, in a in an undisclosed location here in the Midwest that that may or may not have been a a decent sized medical facility. Um, we had a situation where, um, a, a, a convict, um, was, was basically being put in a position, they needed some type of medical treatment, etc. Um, said convict decided that between going from bright orange to a, a hospital gown, it was time to bolt, time to flee, um, two corrections officers, um, basically had to had to pursue this individual through some manner of facility um and, and you know the, we we got a play-by-play aspect of this uh from one of our friends who was able to watch this on videos kind of hacked together etc and uh and and watching this was the, the the descriptor that came down kept coming back to like keystone cops um maybe barney fife except not skinny um but large this this would have been perfect for america's funniest time videos. absolutely absolutely just can you know from one video shot to the next um you know said 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 suspect decides to beat feet in a in in this facility um said suspect is is dramatically leaner smaller and faster than the two guys who who are he is in their charge and they take pursuit um in rather ungainly fashion um, and, and 
at one point, one of the guys just, I'm just going to say this critically and non-politely, um, clears a corner going, you know, we're explaining it's going from tile to carpet, and when he hits the carpet, just eats shit and slides face first across the par- across the carpet. And because this individual's center of gravity and widest point is just above their belt, they basically are riding on their belly and their nose across the carpet, um, ass over tea kettle. Uh, the other, the other said individual makes the turn, continues after the bad guy. Uh, but at every point where you see a bad guy make a turn, there's a one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi. Oh, okay. There's the guy chasing him. And at the next switch from one corner to the next, then it's, you know, three Mississippi, four Mississippi, five Mississippi, um, losing ground quickly. Uh, and, and so the, the, the debacle um, ends with the, the two good guys ostensibly um, catching up with the bad guy because the bad guy makes it out outside of the facility into a parking area um, and is probably trying to figure out which Kia to steal and and you know is not can't get that far kind of has vapor lock um, one of the rotund Barney Fife's finally gets through the doorway and here's said dumbass um, Barney Fife rotund Barney Fife. So we'll call them, we'll call them RBF-1. RBF-1 rolls through the doorway, uh, decides to draw his revolver. Yes, you heard me, revolver. Uh, it's 2022. Cap's, this, this cat's still carrying a revolver. Um, probably not a choice on his part. Um, and and takes a shot at said bad guy. Misses. Um, shoots a vehicle. Um, doesn't hit the bad guy. Bad guy decides that, okay, this would be a good time to surrender. Um one of the staff members there wraps up the bad guy, and, and they get him. They get him packaged back up and back yep. under back under control. Um, the 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 thing to consider all the way through this event was the mentality, not having the mentality that said turd, switching from a set of orange jumpsuits to a set of hospital gowns is going to run on you. So having that if mentality, not that when the turd's going to run mentality. Um, and then an overarching theme would be, you know, being so incredibly obese, um, probably clinically morbidly obese in the case of the, the, the COs chasing this guy, that it's, it's funny video when you watch um, feral youth run around with their pants hanging down around off their, off their behinds and they try to run and they can't because their pants fall down. I think that makes for phenomenal comedic content. Um, I know that there's some cultural bullshit around doing that, and it comes from you know this issue or that issue historically. Um, but the reality check is when you're out in the world doing hood rat stupid shit, and you don't pull your pants up and you have to run, and your pants fall down and keep you from running, and then let some Barney RBF catch you, some rotund Barney Fife catch you because you can't keep your pants up over your ass, um, is, is kind of funny. These guys were the exact opposite. These guys were the good guys chasing the bad guy with their pants falling down because their ample and prodigious bellies were pushing their duty belts and their pants off of their buttocks. Um, so that so throughout the entire video, these two guys who, you know, probably don't know what PT is and haven't stood near it for any kind of time, any time recently, uh, were, were doing the pulling my pants up, pulling my gun belt up, uh, underwear was probably exposed, whatever else, um, you know, I, there's a bunch of different crack jokes I want to throw out here, but I can't because they all pick on Oprah. Um, but you know, stuff like that, where you got some issues here. If, if your part of your job might be to wrestle with and or chase down a bad guy, 
um, and, and, and you can't do it because you're morbidly obese, there's a conversation there. Um, and it's not just you you're letting down. Um, said dirtbag potentially runs away, uh, ends up with a weapon and hurts somebody else. That's on you to some extent because it was your job to keep said dirtbag under control and you didn't. Um, and if you, you know, running somebody down, I get, you know, this is way pot calling the kettle black because I'm far from thin and I'm far from fast. Um, but there's a reality check around being able to move and taking that responsibility. Uh, these guys did not have a win mentality. And I don't know if they even really thought much about if quite honestly, just from hearing the story. And, and, and this was an absolute knee slapper tearjerker of a story. Um, because one dude ate shit on carpet and, and, you know, and the, the, the distances, the split times between the two racers kept getting further and further apart on each lap. Um, and then finally with the shot fired into the errant nearby vehicle and just out of dumb luck, the fact that they caught the guy and all was well that ended well, no nuns or orphans were shot, um, et cetera. It's a funny story to tell, but it paints a really rough picture when you look out there and you see somebody who's a professional at arms. Um, we, we joke about, you know, the guys, you know, in the shop here who we've got some dudes who come in here and they're, they're squared away. They are win guys for sure. Um, then we got some guys who come in here and they're like, well, if this happens, then I'm going to do this. And, and we joke and make comments around the dude who, if you are, you know, I'm going to run out, I'm going to run from total mall out to my car and get my truck gun out of my car. If the likelihood is that you're going to stroke out in the 150 yards from wherever you are in total mall to your vehicle, um, and, and then you're going to grab a gun and run back into the fray. Good luck with that. Um, for a lot of other issues besides your level of PT. Um, but you know, so let's, let's, you know, that's kind of what we're talking about here is chasing down the mentality of doing your PT, staying in reasonable shape, stepping away from the feed bucket occasionally, especially if it's your job. And if we want to chase this down with kind of a sharper point, um, the Pat McNamara, uh, be the something in charge of your own personal security detail. Um, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the, the whole, that whole be, be the sentinel, um, that mentality of maintaining your physical health, maintaining your skill set, um, be the agent in charge of your own protective services detail for you, your family, etc. Um, you know, it's at some point, even if you're not a professional at arms, it may be you you're taking care of, or it may be your spouse, significant other, um, kids, cat, dog, I don't know. I, I don't, expect you know. to self-rescue. Yeah, ex <laughs> definitely expect to self-rescue. And, and if, you, if you can't run at all, you probably can't self-rescue. Um, you know, so we're, we're telling this story. We're chuckling about it and we're laughing about it. Um, the two guys involved were probably shitting bricks right down their pants legs because if this guy gets away, I don't know how good the union is. Maybe they have a job, maybe they don't. But if two dudes let one skinny little crackhead run and get away that should have been able to just basically fall on his ass and hold him down, there's a conversation there about should you have that job and, you know, what does that look like? Um, never mind the potential consequences that are more serious. Same kind of conversation up close and personal if it's you and your family. Um, so that's, you know, we kind of sit back laughing about this, but holy shit. You know, if, if, if when you run – you're too skinny and you have no butt to hold your pants up and you wear them down below your butt. That's, that's your call. But when it's your job um, and you can't do it because, you, again, your belly is pushing your pants off your body, um, it, it, at least release the video so we can all watch it. Stop preaching. All right. So let's go into this further. What, yeah. what, 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 what's the cue? What's the key that makes somebody go, this is real? 
But I think that comes down to you know individual circumstances, yeah. life experiences. Yeah. Um, you know, taking a, a hard look at you know where you live, who you hang out with, mm-hmm. um, where you go. Yeah. You know, doing doing a threat analysis on yes. You know, neighborhood um, you live in, place you work. Yeah. You know, where you got to get between there. Um, Your you know, product. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. yeah. Look around you. Where do you Where do you have to go? Where do you choose to go? And where do you live? Um, and and just just geography, just based on that, you know, just micro geography. Where are you hanging out at? And 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 kind of along that too. Maybe you choose to move, or you choose to not hang out in those places. Um, you know, we have a we have a good friend of ours that we train with on a regular basis, Squared Away Cat, and he is for absolute freaking certain. He is a a win guy, not an if guy. And, and, you know, and, and when we talk about scenarios and we talk about these situations, it always comes up, well, where am I? Where am I? Am I in Oakwood or I'm or am I in East Dayton? You know, am I just outside the Oregon district? You know, am I on Wyoming? You know, where am I? Um, you know, and, and I think that mentality around where you live and recognizing that, you know, in certain areas, you know, wind might be a little slower, um, but it's probably still going to come to you and having that mentality. He has that mentality. He can flip the freaking switch. Um Sometimes he can't not flip the switch, and that's fun too. You know, God yeah. love. <laughs> it's a lot of fun that way. We love you. Don't don't get mad at us. We love you. Um, but you know, it's that doing the threat assessment, looking at where you're at in those things, is a big deal. Um, I do and then realizing too that a lot of time lo- yeah. recently, you know, last two two three years, a lot of things started to bleed over into yes. What used to be nice places are now yes. Um, maybe they aren't. They're not quite. They're not quite red, but they're not completely green anymore either. No, absolutely, and and the, and, and you know, just as a great example of that, you know, I, again, I don't want to I don't want to pick on any local community, but you know, we went communities like Hilliard, communities like Upper Arlington, communities like Worthington. Um, if you know, Upper Arlington had two homicides last year. You know, they, they hadn't had two homicides in a year, I don't think ever, and then they hadn't had a homicide probably in ten or fifteen years or something like that. You know, I mean, so, and it's not to say that something like that couldn't roll out and find you, but the reality check is if somebody's willing to do damage to another human being in that nature and you happen to be the one that stumbles across them doing it, they might do it to you too. Um, you know, when we get into, there have been things, uh, you know, we, again, we think of UA as an affluent, safe community. Uh, they have an outstanding police force. They've got a lot of squared away folks. Um, they've got a lot of really good training going on. Uh, and I think not just do they have squared away folks in general, they also have mentally squared away folks that again, operate in the wind mentality, just like we're talking about, mm-hmm. this is going to happen. We need to be ready for it. Um, you know, and, and so you push into that, that, that kind of backup, it's still not close enough that if something happens in your face, that they're going to be there to save you. So having that mentality matters. Uh, I had a gentleman who's a sales rep, uh, for XYZ company here locally and stopped in. And we were talking about UA and, you know, and I asked him, hey, you're out and about doing your thing. Do you carry? And he says, oh, no, you know, um, you know, big meat at the corporate level won't won't let us carry, you know, blah, 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 blah. Then he goes, and I live in UA, so I'm not really all that worried about it. I'm like, oh, you know, there were two homicides in UA last year. It was like I slapped him. It literally like he had no idea. He he literally lives there and had no idea that there had been two homicides in UA. Um, Nice guy. uh, Nice guy. But he's a sheep. Um, I hate that analogy, but he's a sheep. I mean, he is, he's prey and doesn't even realize it. Um, and is walking around just going, bah, um, and does not have, he doesn't even have an if mentality, much less a win mentality. So there are grades of that as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, I, I will tell you a personal one for me, the personal, the personal win, not, not for me, but for somebody I know 
that I'm close to. Um, this individual worked over in Bexley area on the edge of Bexley. And I'd always talked about, you know, working in a, a corporate environment, large building, large business. You know, we talk about, well, I don't go bad places. I don't piss people off. I mind my own business, etc. And, you know, why my response to that is always, well, your secretary just broke up with her husband who's batshit crazy and he shows up with a gun. What do you do? Um, this situation was literally a dispute between two people at a barber shop across the street from a corporate venue. And at one point, there's 20 people in a conference room doing training and going through some paperwork for something. It just so happened that a big chunk of these people were immigrants from areas in, in Africa that weren't safe. And gunplay erupted across the street. The four or five comfortable American white bread individuals stood there looking out the window with their tongues hanging out like, what the hell's that? And the 15 or so immigrants who had heard gunfire were on the freaking floor. Um, and because they've lived when, not if, and the others weren't even thinking about if. And at that point, it kind of changed the mentality around, wow, maybe we need to have a better plan for this than just something theoretical. Maybe we need to exercise that. So just taking a planning mentality puts you in win mode, not if mode. Taking a planning mentality and training to it and practicing with it and getting better at it puts you in that win mode for sure. And then going from there, what other things are you going to do along with that plan? And what does that plan look like? So I don't know if that guides us down any of that road or not, but, um, you know, yeah. just begin the conversation, I guess, for sure. Just, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, to take that, you know, going to the range, are you training with your carry gun or are you training with your fancy, you know, Acme Blaster 9000 that yeah. looks really cool and sexy on the gram? Yeah. Um, but doesn't ever get carried. And, and if you do carry it and that's your everyday and you're out thrashing on an expensive ass everyday piece, good on you. Um, especially if you're a good enough shooter to leverage what that what advantages your Acme Blaster 9000. That's yeah. it, right? Okay. Yeah. If, if you're a good enough shooter because you put the time in to leverage what the Acme Blaster 9000 gets you, then hell yes, really good on you. Um, you know, the guys that are out there that are worrying about, you know, well, well I, I just carry a Taurus 85 revolver because if I smoke some dirt bag, it's going to get taken away. Uh, okay. Wrong answer. But yeah. still, you know. Yeah. yeah. Or if, you know, the Acme Blaster 9000 sits in the safe all the time. Yeah. And you run around with an LCP in your yeah. pocket. Like, yep. the LCP should, you should probably have a whole bunch of them. Because yeah. they need to get shot until they don't work anymore. Ex yeah, and, and it will happen. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm just waiting. Uh, and and I, call that, I call that the IDPA mentality. Um, mm -hmm. Because I watch a lot of guys, you know, for, for years there were, and I'm going back a long time ago, I'm going back 20, 30 years ago, um, when IDPA was first kicking off, there were a lot of dudes out there saying, hey, can we get a small gun class for IDPA for the guns we actually carry? Because there were dudes out there who wanted to go shoot their, I don't know what it would have been at that time, 20, 30 years ago, a snubby, um, I'm trying to think, a, a car um, a car gun in 9mm, yeah. uh, K-A-H-R, not C-A-R. Um, some of those little guns that were out there at the time, uh, Smith 3913, um, and, and guns like that that guys actually carried. There were dudes in IDPA who wanted a class for those guns, so they weren't shooting against the G-17. Um, you know, and, and IDPA finally came around to that, but I always watched IDPA matches where dudes would show up, they get out of their truck and they take the snubby out of their pocket or the LCP out of their pocket or the little gun out of their pocket and go and put on a G17 to go run IDPA. And it's like, okay, that's cool. I guess it's your game. That's fine. But I do think that puts you back into that if mentality, not that win mentality. Um, so as an example.
Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, where else? Where else? Yeah, medical medical stuff. You yeah. Know, having having med year, you know, at least available in your vehicle, if yep. not, you know, on your person in your work bag. Yep. Whatever. Yeah. Um, close by. Yeah, close by. Close by, and and having trained with it, and having used it. Um, there's a whole bunch of places you can go to learn how to use Medgear. Um, you can go see uh, Crowley at J. Crow um, and get something rolling you know, with him. He does a boatload of training at a very, very high level. And if you can catch him here locally when he's in town, um, just going to a freaking Red Cross class and getting Red Cross certed is still a big deal. They do Stop the Bleed as well as their regular uh, CPR slash AEMS classes and stuff like that. Um, you know, Avail yourself of that. Um, the other part of that too, going back to the PT end of it, you know, again, um, you know, the medical end of it is going to see your doc on a regular basis. So you don't get surprised by anything. Um, you know, it really sucked to find out you had something going on and then it became a complication to an injury that came from a fight. Yeah. Um, you know, so make sure you're doing your, your maintenance there as well. Um, not, not just PT wise, but checking in with your doc and seeing where those blood pressure levels are, uh, where those cholesterol levels are and stuff like that and staying ahead of that game. Um, uh, kind of a big deal. So. Yeah, so maintenance. Um, the maintenance kind of says if you do maintenance on a regular basis that you're probably looking more at when, not if. Yeah. So, yeah. So, these guys, these are, again, I, I don't know if there's anything you want to add to that. Yeah, I mean, it's, a lot of it's just it takes doing the work. It takes being vigilant, you know, every day. Um, you know, we've got to be close to perfect all the time. The bad <laughs> guys just got to get lucky once. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, and it does require... It does, it requires some effort. It requires, you know, something you got to, it's the commitment aspect to it. You got to put in, um, you know, what is it? What is it? Chaco's discipline equals freedom kind yeah. of mentality, you know? So the, the more disciplined you are on the front end, the, the, the better you're going to do on the back end. So yeah, it kind of, kind of sucks being responsible. This whole adulting thing is bullshit. <laughs> I've had enough. I want to go back to being a children. So <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on that note, you can follow us along on social media. Uh, we're on Facebook and Instagram, as long as the commie bastards at Meta like us, let yeah. us stick around. Uh, on Facebook, search for Cap City Outfitters. On Instagram, we are Cap City Outfitters 2. Uh, if you're wondering why we don't post pictures of guns and things much anymore, that's because when we do, um, they get taken down, and we don't want to end up at Cap City Outfitters 3. Yeah, we get monkey stomped um, uh, by the powers that yeah. be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we do, do also do an email newsletter once a week. Um, you can sign up for that on our website, capcityoutfitters.com, or send us an email to info at capcityoutfitters.com, and we will add you to the newsletter list. Uh, also on the website, you can find information such as how to do an FFL transfer or how to purchase a suppressor via our storefront over at silencershop.com. And then visit us here at the store. We are in Hilliard, Ohio, 4465 Cemetery Road. We're in front of the Aldi's. We're directly next to Louis Fusion Drill. Um, we're here 10 to 5 Tuesday through Friday and then 10 to 3 on Saturdays, and we look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks for tuning in, guys.